Hi everyone, this is Jennifer Belair with Open Hearts Club and for this week's episode I want to talk about big change starts small. So this is a phrase that I sort of received a little intuitive hit from the universe, uh, actually from my tote bag because all of the best messages advice (laughs) and thoughts come on tote bags as well as t-shirts so I hope you're paying attention to those little messages that pop up and I'm just gonna share a little story of this kind of intuition uh, that took place this past weekend Um, I was in the car riding with my husband and we were en route to coming home actually from Traverse City in Michigan, beautiful lakeside town, uh, Great Lakes, Great Lakes State. Um, And I was having a little bout of insecurity where I was starting to go down the negative thought patterns of I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not this, I'm not that. And just like it was just starting, like it was just like a few thoughts and just before I could really say too much because I'm trying to take a little bit better notice of the words that I use, uh, we passed by a sign for, uh, I don't even know what it was for, some kind of restaurant or maybe a, a cafe or something, but it said, you are beautiful. And I thought, oh man, that's it. Like this is that little token of wisdom from the universe. So uh, for some, it might seem a little silly, but I do believe that the universe communicates in symbols and signs. Uh, The universal language is not just speaking English, but it's more or less messages and clues and insights from all around us. So uh, going back to the kind of the main topic of discussion, uh, big change starts small, a intuitive universal um, kind of uh, message on my tote bag. So that's where we're at today and that's kind of what I wanted to discuss because I feel like it's just such a valuable lesson and it's something to think about often because we are beings that want to continually kind of improve ourselves, make ourselves better, uh, be somewhere different than where we are. And we often focus a lot on the actual destination instead of the journey. And that's just such a a wrong way to do it. Like there should always be excitement about where you want to be, but it's more or less about what are the efforts and actions that you're taking to get you to this desired outcome. And you know, thinking what happens if you don't even reach that desired outcome. So I'm I'm definitely not saying that I'm perfect at it. I definitely focus on the outcome more often than the journey, but this is more or less a lesson. And I feel like I'm receiving this lesson through my running practice, which I'm training for a half marathon marathon right now. And you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to run a half marathon. And then you do 13.1 miles. Uh, I know some folks could do it, but um, I might be able to do it too, actually, but um, most people can't and most people shouldn't because you're probably going to get hurt. You're not going to feel great. And um, that's just not the way it usually goes. So we have to think about those incremental steps that get us to where we're going. And so for in the example of the half marathon, you have to run continuously like at least three days a week you have to build up your mileage you have to take it one day at a time see where you're at see how you're feeling Uh, maybe your body's starting to get sore you're not feeling 100 percent, so you might like taper it down or might take a day off Uh, it's all about that journey so that's kind of a, a popular expression when it comes to running as well is that it's not about the destination it's about the journey and running is such a beautiful 
practice and a beautiful thing, uh, as well as other forms of movement like we discussed in last week's discussion. So that's kind of the approach that I'm taking it. But I, I think the idea of change is so beautiful because it's showing that we're popping out of our present state awareness and we can see sort of outside ourselves. We can see something that we want to change, that we want to be different than what it is currently. And just to have that ability to ponder deeply, to ask questions and to see outside ourselves is a really powerful thing because you're noticing that something could be better and that you want this over that. And it's a very broad topic, I realize, but I just want to kind of encourage people who are not seeing the results that they want or that they're not open yet to the idea of change or that they're capable of change to know that you are in fact quite capable and it takes one foot in front of the other. It takes one step at a time. Uh, We have to start somewhere first, but it takes a hint of awareness to realize that we are not Um, that we are not where we want to be and that's just a really cool thing and uh, change can be something that can be individualistic or it can be for the greater good for our partners our families our friends our community and inevitably the world so that might seem like a far stretching statement but essentially I believe in the idea that uh, we kind of uh, where attention goes energy flows and if we are taking care of ourselves and kind of building ourselves to our highest and best self that we're going to bring a different air of ourselves to the table. So by working on ourselves, maybe it is for a relationship. So maybe you're like, hey, I want to be less reactive in my relationship. Uh, I'm not doing it for the other person. I mean, there's a tiny sliver of my being that says, yeah, this is for my husband, but it's actually more for myself because by being reactive, I create an emotional Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the right word besides catastrophe I create an emotional uh, reaction which is not fun for me and is often more stressful for myself than the other party so um, change happens for everyone but mostly for ourselves and I think for ourselves is number one Uh, by doing this change we are kind of opening doorways to creating better relationships with everyone and everything around us so It goes back to that notion that if we are energy, the energy that we carry is affecting those around us. Um, You may have been in situations where you walk into a room of people and and you kind of sense something's wrong, like your, your gut, your intuition is telling you something. So we really have to hold true to that and we can't be perfectly peaceful and happy beings all the time, but just knowing that we do have that power, we do have that control over ourselves and our kind of uh, journey that we're on is is really empowering and I think super exciting to ponder, to think about, and to exercise as often as we can. Um, So why would we want to change? Maybe we heard something about the negative effects of our actions on the environment. So that was kind of the main purpose of this episode was to talk about kind of environmental action, but I decided to make it a little bit more broad and touch base on environmental actions in the future and getting more specific on that later. Uh, So maybe that's part of it. Maybe we're thinking about the bigger impact that we as human beings have on this planet. Uh, Maybe we're noticing how we are not feeling as happy and as healthy as we once did or that we would like to be. So I think this one is super exciting. And if you haven't listened to the podcast on movement, definitely check it out. Um, you know, it's, it's just such a great state of awareness to be like, hmm, like, I think I could be happier because I've seen an example of this through some people I know or through 
television or media or the internet and all these sort of things. So the great thing is that people are often mirroring what is possible for ourselves. So if you believe like you can be happy, you definitely can be. If you believe you can be sad and depressed, you can definitely be that as well. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. And then maybe we're taking, uh, maybe we're starting to take stock of how our personal makeup or the energy we are bringing to the table is affecting those around us. So um, that's kind of something I discussed a little bit in a, a couple minutes ago, but uh, that idea of like we are responsible for the energy we create. Uh, and change is such a valuable part of life. Um, just know that you're not alone on this journey. Uh, there's so much value in the individual who adjusts themselves for the greater good. Uh, often we change for ourselves, but we reflect and we ripple out into others. And we have to realize that we cannot change other people. Um, there's the old adage or expression, you can lead a horse to water, but you sure can't make him drink. So that's there for a reason. You cannot change anyone but yourselves. Um, and I think that's just like a, a real a reality check for people. Um, but you can make yourself drink and drink up that sweet glass of change. Um, you can give gratitude for the small steps you are taking. Um, there are many ways to change, to challenge the norm, and to really step into this new being or this new body. Uh, personally, some changes that I've been trying to make in my life or that I have been wanting to kind of step up my game on are things like trying not to eat before bedtime and this might seem like the smallest most like silliest change in the world but it's actually quite important for me like as someone who's trying to be more and more health conscious and take better care of my body um, during this time and throughout my lifetime and just like taking the authority to kind of learn about the body systems and noticing like oh yeah if I do eat like 10 minutes before I go to bed my body's like hey wait like are we gonna do something <laughs> like what's going on uh, so that's a, something that's very small but I know that it's gonna make me happier as a person and just realizing the systems of the bodies and how they function and what it what does it mean when you feed it information when you give it food or give it information so that might be a small change that you might try as well and that's why I decided to mention it because uh, we're all capable of literally the tiniest changes that might affect our health, our well-being, and so much more. Uh, another sort of change that I'm constantly, constantly working on is um, noticing my judgments of both myself and other people. Uh, I believe that they're, they're highly interconnected, and if you've ever done any sort of shadow work, you know that anywhere that you're judging another human is also where you've denied aspects of yourself. So. If I judge someone for being cheap or for being lazy, it's only because I am not acknowledging that I also have those same attributes that, oh man, I, I can be cheap sometimes or I can be lazy uh, or I can judge people for <clears throat> the way they look because I judge myself for the way they look. So it's, it's definitely a, a struggle and it's a, something I, I believe that we're all kind of inherently doing on kind of a ancestral level because we judge not to be mean or to be bad people but because we're trying to figure out what's safe what feels good uh, who are my people right like it goes back to this old sort of tribal mentality and it's definitely something that we're obviously as a, a species trying to get away from because we don't want to do the us and them or the other but I believe that there is some 
kind of inherent belief systems in place and we definitely have to be open and question those like why am I judging this person right now uh, and kind of just wondering why do we do that <laughs> you know it's it's like such a big thing and being okay saying like yeah I can be a judgmental person or I, I, I definitely judge people I judge myself and like owning that sort of shadow uh, if any of this interests you I'll link to a couple of the books that I've been reading that kind of discuss that but um, just know that we're all essentially the same being like we all are the same we come from the the same universal energy that you shouldn't judge another person based on anything based on any part of themselves because um, you know if you look at them you can think of like just like me like just like me this person wants water just like me this person wants love just like me this person has desires just like me this person um, and on and on and on so it's just something to catch yourself on and oftentimes judgments will show up in the body as kind of a, a feeling in like the chest or the stomach and just noticing like when do you have those feelings and like try to relate it back to yourself like oh I'm having this judgment because when I was younger we didn't have a lot of money and I was embarrassed about that and I hid that part of myself away so uh, we all have them we all maybe struggle with them in some ways in some ways but realizing that it's a part of the human experience but it doesn't have to be our kind of go-to automatic method it can be something that we again uh, as people who want to change and as a species who wants to change and be better we can pop out of ourselves and just say oh wow I'm noticing some judgment in my body why am I judging this person and how can it relate back to me so just something to think about that one's pretty heavy in comparison to the first one um, another kind of change that I'm always working on is uh, noticing how far I am from where I want to be with sustainability and so by sustainability I just mean kind of thinking about my overall impact and impression on the planet and how am I contributing to this global <laughs> kind of climate change that is an inevitable part of our future the climates always change but what are the actions and steps that I can do to kind of mitigate or lessen my own personal impact and hopefully hopefully encourage a few people along the way so I, I'm constantly wanting to get better at that and oftentimes I'll judge myself and say oh you know like oh geez I just used paper towel <laughs> like man I, I should have used that but like we're creatures of comfort and uh, ease so learning to be gentle with myself or just again being aware and catching myself where I'm at and saying oh wait I notice I'm about to grab this paper towel like maybe I should not buy paper towels anymore or maybe I should buy some uh, fabric napkins that are used so there's like always small steps that we can make and for anyone out there who's trying to be more environmentally friendly in their life and in their work or, or what have you on this planet um, just know that you have to start by just noticing where you're at and taking small steps swapping things out and of course being gentle with yourself along the way uh, the next one I kind of talked about earlier but choosing not to be reactive uh, reactivity is beyond easy and what fires together wires together so we must simply break the wiring when you notice reaction piling up in your body pause and make sure you breathe and then affirm something positive like it's going to be okay or I'm noticing this feeling in my body it's going to pass 
and just choosing the words that you want to use uh, in response to the situation. So reaction is super easy, especially if it's a triggering situation or maybe you're just not at your best, but essentially we're, we're all working on this thing and if you can step up to the plate and be a little bit better than your neurons that want to fire and wire together, you're changing your brain in that way by not following the same pattern. So for me, what works best is to just kind of breathe Maybe take a pause, maybe say, can I get back with you in a minute? <laughs> Try not to get into the fire uh, of emotions um, that, that can kind of consume you. So that's my advice with that. And I, I know there's plenty of people out there that have much more advice and who are probably practicing in a much more effortless way. But um, that's a big thing that I, I would like to change because certain people like to... Uh, not that they like to, but they, uh, they can create a reaction uh, within me and it's not, not who I want to be. So that ability to kind of see where you're at and be like, hmm, like, do I really want to like, get angry or get mad or get sad? Um, that's something I could go on forever. But uh, showing compassion for yourself and the other party, uh, we are all really trying to figure it out. So if you're able to kind of break the mold just imagine what will happen and that goes back to that idea of the energy systems and being able to be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Uh, the next one and, and of course not the last one in my life but the last one I have that I want to talk about is creating a sacred morning space and ritual or routine uh, both for the morning and for the night. Uh, I'm just learning so much more about the different systems of the body and the mammalian uh, brain and all the different kind of uh, systems that are in place with how we wake up, how we sleep, and the way that light affects us. So for me, I love to learn about things, how to get better, and then I try with like the most low-cost approach to implement these. So for me, it's not just about creating a, a sacred morning space or routine. It's about showing myself that I care enough about myself to show up for myself. <laughs> um, that's really important to me as someone who is on this journey of self-love like we all are, but kind of dedicating this very special time where I'm not too consumed by my phone. Uh, ideally, I try to put the phone away and have it kind of show up maybe after my morning meditation or I try to put it away at like 8 p.m., sometimes earlier, sometimes later. But just having that kind of routine to break the cycle of looking at the blue light of my phone uh, and just realizing that there's so many other beautiful ways to spend your time, such as interacting with a loved one, reading a book, um, writing, drawing, coloring, interacting with those who you live with. and that's so much more valuable uh, in many ways than getting glued to the phone, showing up on social media, kind of loot, you're losing time. And so for me, I've, I've kind of learned this from my husband, but uh, the most valuable asset you have in your life is time. And so for me, that was kind of not a scary reminder, but I've looked back in the past and been like, wow, where did the years go? You know, like I'm 33, but it still feels like, uh, you know, you, I've lost some time and we all definitely have, but just thinking like, how can I better allocate my time to show up for myself, to show myself that I do love this person? And uh, for me, that's just super loving and super happy. Uh, it makes me feel valuable and loved by myself. And that's definitely going to be a lifelong journey. Um, just knowing that I'm able to give myself uh, time to work on myself, that I love myself enough not to 
rush out of bed, guzzle down some good old coffee and start working. I try to take a slow and gentle movements and keep myself away from my phone until the right time. Uh, I have noticed that by leaning into my more intuitive self in the morning, the Jennifer that moves slow and thoughtful, I feel more at ease and my whole day is set up for more love and more compassion. And uh, I'm not trying to diss coffee or diss people who rush out of bed. Um, I haven't used the word diss in a long time, but I think it's great. <laughs> I'm more or less saying that it's good if you can and if you have the desire to have some sort of routine set up in place that makes you feel good, that helps you sleep, that helps you wake up in a more gentle style or approach and that shows yourself or maybe someone you live with that you love them and you care about them. Um, I definitely do enjoy coffee from time to time but I've been more on the cacao train uh, in addition to an herbal kind of adaptogenic blend of tea called rasa tea and I'll link to a couple sources in the show notes but uh, just kind of making it like a special moment a special sort of ritual a space where I can kind of ground into who I am and where I'm at in this particular moment so I've been kind of infusing our whole house with uh, those Himalayan salt lamps and changing settings on my phone and just trying to make it more of like a peaceful place and that is something that we have control over so how do you want to prepare for your night of rest you've had a long day you got to wake up in the morning and kind of do it all over and it's just like how do you set yourself up for success how do you set yourself up um, to be beautiful not externally but internally and to feel happy and to feel well so I think that's just kind of all about knowing yourself knowing where you're at and how you see yourself and if that doesn't align with how you see yourself and how you actually are then that means some change some good old fashioned change has to come through and being okay with starting small so these are just some kind of tips and advice of where I've been uh, and what I'm working on but I feel like change is a, a lifetime of work and I'm super excited to continue this journey of change and to continue to absorb it from my peers and from my friends and from my family and loved ones and it's just so exciting that we're kind of all navigating this planet and this shift together and that um, you know it's like that expression goes if one person turns on the light or turns off the light you know and everybody else does the same thing then you're definitely making a difference even if it's you think it's just one person but if everyone's doing it uh, there's a change that can be made and I, I think the same quote goes for like the opposite like if one person gets into awareness or turns on their light uh, the ability to shine that light and to affect those around you is that much greater so it's a really beautiful thing uh, and we're all capable of lifting our fingers to influence more goodness into our lives we deserve it the world deserves it our planet deserves it um, and whatever you do you can ask yourself just to give yourself a space for like where can I create change you can say or ask to yourself some questions like can I do it better can I be better can I lead by example how can I serve the planet myself and my community better and it's it's definitely a big notion to take in but I hope it's exciting for you as it is for me and just realize that we're all works in progress uh, we're all getting to where we want to be and that we need to be proud and happy of ourselves along the way and 
you know, obviously we want change to be good things that you're doing for yourself. So counting those benchmarks, maybe putting it on a calendar, um, putting it in your journal or your gratitude. Like today I showed up for myself by walking. Today I showed up for myself by not having screen time and maybe reading a book for 30 minutes. You know, we have to count those small steps uh, because that's where change happens. It doesn't just happen like waking up and running that half marathon. It's more or less small steps along the way and we have to really be grateful and congratulate ourselves for this change that we're partaking in because we don't know what the ripple of our experience will create in our lifetime. Uh, There's plenty of people in my life that I'm beyond grateful for that because of their own personal actions it's inspired me to want to be better, to to want to be greater and to just sort of share wildly as much as I can with what I know in this lifetime. And that's a big part of why I started the Open Hearts Club podcast uh, or audio experience is because I'm absorbing what I can from my environment and I want to be a vessel of inspiration and influence for those who might be not below me in their journey or above me, but coming at it at a, a different pace. So that's just a friendly reminder like we're all working on this this life together and just know that your changes are valuable and the time that you show up for yourself and your family and loved ones is valuable and I definitely want to expand on kind of some of these different issues uh, make it not issues but changes uh, like I mentioned earlier wanting to do one strictly on sustainability which could pop up next week Uh, I like to approach these with with a really intuitive approach and mindset so I don't always have them planned and I think that's part of the fun around the journey. So if you know anyone who might need to open their heart a little bit or get a little bit of positive wisdom and encouragement coming from this vessel uh, that I'm inhabiting, (laughs) feel free to share this podcast with others um, and I hope it inspires you to become the change you want to see right Uh, (laughs) you have to use that quote Um, so thank you all so much for listening and paying attention and working on opening that big beautiful heart of yours Uh, thank you and have a good day